Welcome to Victorious Living. What is a feigned faith that Paul talks to Timothy about? If you read the book of Timothy, you'll find out that Paul's given him all these instructions. Paul's going to go to Jerusalem and, and, and Timothy is left with the church in Ephesus. And so Paul is instructing Timothy how to preach this to the people in the church at, at Ephesus. So a feigned faith that Paul refers to is described as deceit. Now the biggest way a person is deceived, one of the biggest ways that a person is deceived is with their mouth. Now how, do they how are they deceptive with their mouth or their words? They say things about what they read in the Bible that is not so. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the difference between feigned and unfeigned faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the difference between feigned and unfeigned faith. God from the beginning possessed a creative ability that worked with his words along with the Holy Spirit and he created or brought into existence the universe. We know it as an operation of the God kind of faith. He brought the universe into existence with what he knew, or let me back up, what he had heard, what he had learned, what he knew from his father. He used that to create, or God used that to create uh, the universe. And so we see then that, that what God did was an operation of the God kind of faith. He used his faith to bring the universe into creation. Then as time passed on, he gave us the same kind of faith so that we could create in our life what he has promised to us. So here's the point. If I don't know, have not established that truth within me, then I'm going to look for something else to fit the need that I may have. And that in itself will tell me that there is no faith involved in that. And so people often say, well, I believe the Bible. And so I can say that I believe the Bible, but I've got to answer, what do I believe about the Bible? Or if I say I have faith, what do you believe about faith? Or if you say I have faith, wouldn't the logical question be, how do I use my faith? And so what people believe sometimes is, they think sometimes is that believing constitutes the full range of faith and it doesn't I do believe I do believe I do believe the Bible but what do I do with what I believe 
about the Bible. And so sometimes when, you, when we talk or speak or whatever, if we're not careful, we'll start saying some negative stuff, especially when it talks about the promises of God. Well, I tried to believe, I, I believed hard. You know, sometimes you ever heard people say, you know, pray harder or pray hard. And I didn't know what that meant, how you do that, to pray hard. <laughs> you know, you, you, you come through some kind of a, a physical gesture or something because you're praying hard. Maybe you pray louder. Maybe you pray in different kinds of ways, but to pray harder is not really in the Bible. So he tells us to pray, but pray in faith. So you can pray in faith in a whisper. Now I'm not telling you if you feel like, if you feel like screaming, scream. If you, if you feel like crunching up like this when you pray, then do it. But just be sure that there's some faith involved in it. So just because I crunch up when I pray, doesn't mean I'm releasing faith. Huh? Just because I pray loud does not necessarily mean that I'm praying in faith. But I'm praying harder. And so people believe different things. You know, you know, you come to church, you hear things, you believe certain things you believe about what you hear, and there's certain things you don't believe about what you hear. And that's in any conversation that you have. So here's the point, and I'm going to get in my message in a minute. If I hear three people say that, I'm going to obey that. <laughs> people come to church because they believe they should, and that's good. But they also should come to church to learn, and if they already know it, to hear it again. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Now let me, let me say, now don't get crosswise, please. Faith does not come by praying. You do not pray for faith. You read the Bible to get faith. Faith comes by hearing what? Hearing God. How and do you go about hearing God? you read all the letters that he has sent to us through the different authors of the Bible. You read through that and you read through that until it starts to register in your thinking. And when the crunch times comes, you will, I will, we will find out what has registered with our mind. Now, how can you tell by what you say? what you say, how you're talking about yourself, how you're talking about your situation, how you're talking, whatever. That will tell you what's registered on your mind. It'll tell you, your mouth just will tell off on you. It's a tattletale. <laughs> did, you, did you ever have brothers and sisters in the family? <laughs> <laughs> when you did when you did wrong, there was one of them brothers or sisters was a tattletale. I'm gonna tell mama, I'm gonna tell daddy. And that was a tattletale. And so your mouth can be a tattletale. 
Okay. Because, you know, I, I was talking to somebody recently, and they was talking about that they were going to pray all these bad things that's happening in the world today. I said, well, why don't you, before you do that, won't you read the, read the Bible? What does the Bible say about it? You know, that's what I always liked about Brother Hagin. Brother Hagin, I don't know if he knew the answer or not, but, but I knew he said something that was good. He said they'd ask him a question, and he'd always respond, what does the Word say about it? Now, I don't, I don't know if that meant he didn't, he didn't know, but I'm, I'm kind of positive that he knew. But uh, what does the Word say about it? I've got an opinion. You have an opinion. We have certain ways that we look at it and form certain meanings or whatever. And so sometimes those meanings collide with other people's meanings. And so you come away, well, what do you really believe? What do you really believe about the Bible? What do you really believe about what's written in the Bible? Is it a religious book? Is it a book that just makes you feel good? There's some, there's some place in the Bible that don't make you feel too good. Uh, you know why it doesn't make us feel good sometimes? is because we do not have that activated in our life. And so, you know, it's easy then to come to this. If I'm in that position, it's easy for me to say, I don't believe God or God didn't see fit to do that for me or it wasn't the will of God for me. And so they form all these conclusions apart from the Bible. They, they form those in their mind and it is totally apart from. You hear it in the pulpits all the time. And that's not to say that we got it all here. Not at all. I'm not saying that at all. We can learn. If we set our mind to it, we can learn more and know more than what we know today. And that's what God would have us to do. So the Apostle Paul in his writings to Timothy refers to an unfeigned faith as well as a feigned faith. God possesses an unfeigned faith. We'll get into it here if we have time here this morning. A feigned faith that Paul uh, refers to is described as deceit or a type of deceptive faith, which is a perpetual misleading of one's mind and is void of the working of faith's power. What is a feigned faith? Let me say it again. What is a feigned faith that Paul talks to Timothy about? If you read the book of Timothy, you'll find out that Paul's given him all these instructions. Paul's going to go to Jerusalem and, and, and Timothy is left with a church in Ephesus. And so Paul is instructing Timothy how to preach the, this to the people in the church at, at Ephesus. So a feigned faith that Paul refers to is described as deceit. Now, the biggest way a person is deceived, one of the biggest ways that a person is deceived is with their mouth. Now, how, do they de how are they deceptive with their mouth or their words? 
they say things about what they read in the Bible that is not so. They say things in life like, I am afraid, or I don't know about that. Different ways and different words they couch uh, what they, how they see the scripture, how they see the Bible. They, they, they devise in their mouth to say words that is deceitful. What is it deceitful is, is a form of unbelief. Everybody, everybody listening, right? It's a form of, of unbelief. It's a form of doubt. It's a form of fear. It's a form of, of, of a lot of things that we could mention. So people deceive themselves by saying things that are opposite of the word of God. And so they continue to say it, but they are being deceitful where God is concerned. And so, you know, people say, well, you know, I'm just weak. And I, I don't know if that's just uh, uh, physically or if it's spiritual, but nonetheless, the Bible says, let the... It's our hope that today's message, The Difference Between Feigned and Unfeigned Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 11. Today's special offer number is 11. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.